Hello, and welcome to the third edition of Parenting Who the F Knows, because again, who really does know? I am your host, Rita, and I am joined by my wonderful husband, Jason. Hello, hello. How's it going? And that is true. If you know anything about parenting, please let us know. Might be a guest on the show as well. <laughs> yes. Um, we do, you know, if you would like to have questions for us to answer as just being married people and how we handle a situation, or if you would like to be a guest, um, email us at parenting who the F knows at gmail.com. And just kind of a heads up, if you are listening to this on Anchor, it can be a little annoying that if you stop the podcast and hit play again, it starts all the way from the beginning. So you can find us on different outlets. Um, I personally, I personally just like to use Stitcher. So um, definitely look at downloading Stitcher so you can actually subscribe to our podcast that way as well. Um, we were absent last week because we were on a little vacay in Corpus Christi, enjoying the beach one last time before summer kind of wrapped up and we fall semester starts and I get to go back teaching, which I'm very excited for. And I have more classes to teach this semester than I did last semester. So, yay! So we're excited about that for many reasons. Many, many reasons. Um, so we're just going to kick off this episode with our good, bad, funnies. I will start with my good, and then you can do your good and back and forth. Sound good? Okay. Sounds great. Okay. So the my good for this week is the beach. Uh, it was a really great trip. We kind of did it different. We didn't do a condo. We just stayed at a hotel room, and we met up with some really good friends of ours, um, Ray and Andrea. Andrea is actually going to be a guest on this podcast in the next couple of weeks. Uh, but, yeah, we – Got a beach tent this time around, hung out in the sun. We took Dylan to um, the nice thing that we went this time. We actually went with um, Ray and Andrea. We met them there, but they were staying with a local. So we got to do some fun kid activities that weren't just the normal touristy stuff. So we went to Fun Times. It was like Raceway Tracker or something like that. Fun fun Tracker. Fun Tracker, something like that. But it was really nice. It was like an indoor, outdoor. They had video games and stuff for toddlers to do. So she got to run around and burn off that energy for sitting in the car for three and a half hours, which this time she did much better than she did our last trip. She did. I think she realized the beach meant a long ride in this car seat, but... It's going to be worth it because I'll be playing in sand and water. Yeah, she, she, had, she had so much fun. And it wasn't a lot of tablet time. No, uh, she definitely, no, she actually just kind of enjoyed the ride. So that was cool. Uh, but yeah, it was nice going with a local. And then we stayed through Monday. And Monday we went and did the botanical gardens in Corpus Christi. Kind of a last minute, let the kids run and walk before they got back in the car seat and got back into town. I so, was being tired. It was hot. Yeah, it was hot. So, but yeah, it was a really good trip. So that's my good. Just spending time and Dylan, you know, just, and you could just see that she really enjoys the water and has like a really good time and just a really good last minute, our last family thing before um, the fall comes around. It seems like the fall goes by so much faster and you don't really get those little getaways. So thanks for going, babe. I know beach isn't your thing, but we are glad you went with us. Of course, of course. And that's my good as well as going down to the beach, hanging out with Dylan and Rita and of course Ray and Andre and Anderson and Sebastian. Uh, Rita knows I'm not a big water person or a beach person. I really took any vacation. Like my time off is I'm gonna sit at the house and just kind of do nothing. Maybe do staycation stuff. But it's good to go off to the coast. On um, the drive wasn't that bad. I guess when we went a couple weeks up last month, we got stuck in traffic with an accident. So I felt like it was like a five-hour oh trip. Oh my god, that was awful. Awful. 
So I was dreading the trip and GPS like, it says three and a half hours. Like, no, that can't be right. That can't be right. But my three and a half hours. Uh, Pause but, though. Can we talk about how so the whole time we were getting ready to go oh. to the beach. <laughs> oh, that was my bad. I told Jason, I don't want to leave later than eleven AM because we're leaving on a Saturday. <laughs> so we weren't gonna be rushed, but eleven o'clock would give us, you know, a good time to get down to the beach on time. I'm trying really hard to not get as stressed out or irritated when we're not running on my time schedule when there's not really a definitive reason why you have to be somewhere very certain I'm, time. Late. I'm a late person. Jason's always late, so I'm trying to adapt. I'm trying to be better. And we're rolling, time rolling around for us to start packing and getting ready. And Jason's laying in bed lounging. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. Like, I'll get me and Dylan packed, whatever. And then it just keeps getting later and later. And he's like, I want to get breakfast. And I was like, oh my God. And it's already like, 9:45. So we're never. We're not going to leave at 11. We're not. I'm thinking maybe 11:15. I was thinking. I have a different time in my head. So we finally get the car loaded up, and it's 11:45. And in my head, I have been screaming <laughs> my mind off, but I didn't do it. I was just like, okay, I'm just gonna let it. I'm gonna roll with it. I'm not gonna be irritated. I'm just gonna roll with it. So Jason locks the door and goes. It's 11:45. Goes. Hey, not bad. Only 15 minutes behind. I was like, what are we talking about? It's 45 yeah, minutes yeah. behind. Her face was like, she finally just burped. She was like, what do you mean 15 minutes at 45? I'm like, what do you mean? He said 11.30 latest. Like, no, 11. I, I like, have never said 11. Time. I think I said 10.30 or 11, and you just, like, married Added, the two. Yeah, but 11.30. Yes, but I was just like, right. oh, my God. Well, check-in's like four. I yeah, I mean, it worked out. It ended up working great, of course, because <laughs> it's your it's, it's your star. It's yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it ended up working out perfect. Okay, sorry. Go ahead with your good. Sorry. Nah. Uh, one time you should have yelled at me. It was probably that sad. Yeah, and I was like, I'm gonna be better. About it. <laughs> <laughs> but how that works out. My good is just memories. I'm able to just really hang out with family and friends, uh, relax, not feel stressed out with work or. Or anything. And not too bad price wise either. Yeah, yeah. Really inexpensive. That made going somewhere we we know someone down there makes a big difference. I actually met him for the first time like eight years ago. The local, not yeah, the local. Went down there to go vacation with Duncan and yeah. Duncan's our dog. I forget the One details. of them. I forget. I'm assuming <laughs> everyone knows our lifestyle. Um, okay, so yeah, I'm glad that you had a good time though. And it was really cool though, because we went like what three weeks apart and two totally different experiences, yeah. which is really bizarre. But two totally two different, different parts of Corpus. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so we started out, we stayed on the totally other end of the city this time, so it was more of a local feel. And we got, we actually went over the bridge into North Padre, so the sand was different, the waves were stronger, yeah. but it was a lot of fun. And it the was, beach was nice. I really yeah, hang at that beach. Yeah, definitely. I think I feel like North Padre is the place to go now. Mm -hmm. All right, so moving on into our bads. So my bad has been, I've been getting these really massive migraines, um, really bad headaches to the point where it's just, it's hard for me to concentrate on anything and I'm just like frustrated and tired. And I don't know if I'm getting them because I'm overly tired because Dylan's I think breaking her two-year-old molar so she's not sleeping as well. So it means I don't sleep as well. Um, she has been doing better the past couple of nights, but so I don't know if I'm overly tired or I do have an IUD in, and I know those are kind of side effects too. Uh, so trying to parent with a migraine is super hard. It When I have a migraine, I just need to lay down. I can I can even have a fan going overhead because it sounds like hella, like a chopper. Like it's so, I just, it's really debilitating. So trying to parent with a migraine is super difficult because I can't explain to Dylan, mommy needs quiet time. 
like she gets it and she lets me have rest time. But you know, in her world, two minutes of rest time is like been like seven hours. And to me, it's been like a blip. So um, Jason actually took her one afternoon when I got home from work and I pretty much fell asleep at like what, 630? Yeah, they all went to the grocery store and then I fell asleep on the couch. Like I turned on the TV just to have background noise and I was like, I can't even handle that. So I turned it off. I just laid in the living room, fell asleep. They got home. I had something quick to eat. Tried to take a bath with Dylan, got super nauseated. Jason had to come in there so I could get out and go lay down. And I went back to bed. Like it was just, it was, it was bad. So that's definitely my bad parenting. When you have a migrant parenting, when you're ill is really hard. Like they don't, they don't grasp the concept that you don't feel well. So you still have to be parent and try to be present by simultaneously taking care of yourself. Like we are lucky that Jason's here so he can kind of take her, um, my mom can help. Jason's mom can help if it gets that bad. But parenting when you're like sick, it's like that commercial. You don't get sick days when you're a parent. No, like they, you gotta, you gotta figure out how to way to power through it. Even if you do it, sometimes self care. Like if you are single parenting, or uh, you know, maybe your partner is just not available reach out to a friend, get a babysitter, like do something because you at least need those couple hours to get some good rest. Cause that's going to help you get better quicker as opposed to extending it. Like taking that one night and just like going to bed and trying not to feel guilty. Like it's what I needed. I was able to kind of get out of it, but yeah, I've been having headaches with every couple of days mm-hmm. and they're bad. Like I just don't have energy to do anything. I just like want to lay on the couch and it's yeah, really bizarre couple of days. Yeah, I've been trying to work this whole weekend. I'm recording on a Sunday and I was trying to work yesterday and today and I just I can't I don't find I don't have the energy to do it and I can't do it and it's um syllabus planning and really and it's like something you can't half ass. Like I'm not gonna throw together a syllabus and it's gonna be shit. So I'd rather just get better, feel better and then be able to do it one hundred percent. Like I semester starts for another week or so and I stopped working at my current job which I love. Uh, tomorrow Monday and then I have training on Tuesday yeah amazing keep me (laughs) and then uh, Wednesday um, through Friday I'm kind of taking the rest of the week off so it's not like I don't have days set aside but me because I am such a planner like Mm -hmm. Wednesday feels like I'm so behind even though semester hasn't even started it's like we have time baby we got so I'm like learning that's a big process for me learning to still take time for myself and really just doing what I need to do to make sure that I'm doing something hundred percent, which we're kind of talk about that a little bit later too. What's your bad day? Uh, my bad is, I guess, recently Dylan's been going to bed real late, like overly tired as we would say, and just can't control her emotions. She was up one night, I was holding her, and she was one of the down with, with mama when she was tired, probably had a, a migraine, which I've never had. So I can only imagine how painful that is. I had a sinus headache one time. I was, Closely, I can relate to my game. Um, but she was late, like midnight, and she was just tired, wanted to lay down, just frustrated. And she lashed out at me, like in the corner of my eye. I was holding her in my left hand. I can see her open her mouth and lunge to go bite at me and also go and scratch with her right arm. Um, I know she gets that from me because I. She's just frustrated. She doesn't have the communication yet. Yeah. I mean, it doesn't make it okay, but that, yeah, she was overly tired and she didn't know how to express herself and she did not want to. (laughs) (laughs) It takes a lot, not a lot for me to control my emotions, but no, just like, she's just too, and she's tired and she's not doing it on purpose. Like, she doesn't hate dad or anything, but just 
Yeah, I mean, working I, with with her emotions and knowing, like, I'm tired. I'm not the. I can be moody. Let's just be honest. You can be an ass. No, I, I can be grumpy sometimes. Okay, grouchy. Be, we'll go. Yeah. We'll be a grouchy ass. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, I miss sometimes. Yeah, Jason acts like a two year old when he's tired. I get it from Dylan. It's, <laughs> it's, it's all Dylan's fault. She's like, rubbing off on me. <laughs> oh, please don't lash out at her child or <laughs> anybody else. I'm going to bed now. Um, okay, so moving on. Yeah, sleep. Right now we're actually recording while she's napping, so we're hoping um, this is going to work out. So moving on to our funny. So I have a couple of funnies uh, since it has been a couple weeks. I'm going to share both of them. But the first one is, so I got these new pants. They're Palazzo pants. So think MC Hammer pants, but mm. not as puffy. Jason's not a fan of them. He just doesn't like them. The designer MC Hammer pants. They're, I mean, I love them. They're flowy. They're cute. Um, I was like, you know what? I'm going to dress them up with a pair of wedges. And I don't really wear heels anymore. I usually just wear flats all the time. So I put them on. Until sees me put on the wedges. And she goes, oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> totally calling me out for my lack of shoes game now. And I just died laughing. And then the second funny, and this was pretty great. So I like to eat olives and Dylan likes olives and Jason, I like to have olives in my margaritas. So Jason's going to make margaritas. So I, I he went to go buy the olives, comes home with them. And I was like, oh, babe, these are the wrong kind. These have pits. And Dylan saw them and she wanted one. And I was like, no, baby, like you can't have these. They have pits. And she, she kept saying, peas, peas, peas. Um, so finally I said, no, daddy got the wrong kind. They have pits. And she goes, Oh, like very disappointed already that like, oh, you already messed up, Dad. It's like, oh, like, oh I was directing right. <laughs> I, I, I was looking for which olive and Sam Rita message which one. She told me this one, but I should have read the label closer. But yeah, it's my bad. Yeah, but it, it, was, were funny. it was so funny. Um, okay, you're funny, babe? Um, I've been trying to think of a funny. Uh, I guess not sort of funny, but just kind of an awe moment where just me, me and me, Dylan just kind of hanging out at a little small table, having little snackies, and she had give her some bananas and some uh, cinnamon toast crunch, one of my favorite cereals growing up. And I just had a, a bowl of cereal, and we're sitting down at the table, and I asked if you want some milkies and or some milk, sorry, some milk work, or cinnamon toast crunch and bananas, and poured some in there, and we're just sitting down. I was like. Oh, this is kind of like, like a father-daughter moment because she's Aww. eating cereal like the way I eat cereal and, and drinking it out of out of her her bowl. I'm like, okay. Yeah, uh, she's like a little person. Yeah. I mean, she obviously she is, but you can definitely see more of her personality, which is really cool. Yeah, she's been developing in, in that area. But um, I guess uh, another funny. I know it's been a while. I'm not, I'm not too sure I'm not good at capturing the, the funny moments. And that's why I write them down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, maybe I should do that. <laughs> yeah, I think take, cheat. Take notes on my cheat. phone. <laughs> um, no, what, what was kind of funny was she starts washing her dishes. Like she'll see oh, us yeah, her washing kitchen. dishes in the kitchen and she'll bring her dishes to her little her little play kitchen. I think she wanted us to put water in one time. Yeah, she does. She keeps trying to take the dog water and put it in her fake kitchen, like her fake sink. Like, this doesn't this, this drink. It's just going to sit there. Yeah, it's just, it's just like a bowl. It's a plastic. Oh, well, that's when she's... Become mosquito place. Yeah, yeah exactly. Good. Okay, so uh, let's talk about, since we talked about the beach a little bit, and Jason wanted to talk about this. 
Let's talk about packing with the toddler and how we have not managed to master mm, that yet. No, apparently you want to take everything <laughs> for the toddler just in case something might happen with Dylan. Let's bring it. Yeah. Like her medicine, what is it you bring Yeah, I always pack her medicine. I pack her thermometer. Uh, well, I didn't pack, the one time I did not pack extra clothes, her zipper broke. Yeah, wedding. What was the wedding? It was, yeah, it was yeah. a rehearsal for uh, and then Jason threw a fit because he couldn't figure out what else to put her in. I thought she had you all dressed up. It's a rehearsal. Well, yeah, I mean, I packed a cute outfit, but yeah, it's like, okay, so I I tried to underpack then or just pack enough right. and that didn't work out. Thank God she went to school that day or she would have gone in her pajamas. So, what, go ahead, keep talking about Oh, just, just, oh, packing, what was it, pack the toddler room? Yeah, her bedroom. Yeah, two, two, two queens at the hotel, so she went to pack that, which came in handy. Um, Didn't you say the people were looking at you? Yeah, right? I was walking up the stairs and the cleaning, the cleaning people were out, you know, cleaning the hotel, hotel rooms. I can tell, I can follow the eyes. I'm trying to hide it, just that look like, what the hell is you bringing up the <laughs> stairs? What crazy stuff are they into? I'm like, it's whatever. Safety. I, all right, safety first, no matter what. I'm like, whatever, I'm not from here. Yeah, I mean, it's funny that Dylan watched it come into the room and she saw us head up. She goes, thank you. Yeah. Out of the bed, like, yes, that's yeah, fine. I need this. <laughs> well, it was easy to set up. So yeah, it's it helps really her maybe see mentally, it's like, hey, it's like, I'm, I'm bringing them home. Yeah, yeah, I think it definitely adds that effect, but it makes me feel more comfortable because yesterday she was playing on the bed and she wasn't really paying attention and she almost rolled off the bed twice. She was just wide awake and playing, but still, like, it makes me nervous not to have that extra safety net, essentially. Yeah, exactly, safety net, um, which is a great segue to one of our topics, safety. So when they're first born, you, I watched Dylan like a hawk to make sure she was breathing. I still wake up yeah. and watch, make sure she's breathing. Uh, but everything now that she's moving and grooving and like climbing, Running, sprinting, yeah, yeah. E- jumping, everything is a freaking d- potential disaster. Like couch, have, when she was on the couch, you have to like see like five steps forward. Like how is that? How can she hurt herself? Uh, so we're currently in a one-one, so we're sharing a room. She has her own twin-size bed in there, so this room is fairly, fairly big. We have our queen-size mm-hmm. bed, we have her twin-size bed, we have a dresser. Like it's a big Almost room. Like two dressers. Yeah, way. I mean, if you can essentially have like a, I think a king-size bed in there and be fine. But so all the kit, you know, all the books say because you know everybody has opinions about parenting, mm-hmm. and I like to look them all up. But even the ones that never have parents. Yeah, even the ones you don't have kids. I mean, yeah, th- those are the best ones, obviously. Yeah. Uh, it says, um, you know, just lay them down and walk out of the room and let them, you know, even if they get in and out of the bed, just it's fine, which we used to, you know, we did do sleep training when she was younger. So, I mean, I'm comfortable with that. But now that she can get out of the bed, first she was climbing out of the crib. So mm-hmm. that was dangerous. So we went ahead and just skipped the toddler bed and went straight to the twin size bed. And she's sleeping better, but she can get in and out, like no problem. But we don't have the furniture anchored. So I can't just be like, okay, you know, it's time for you to go see PC. I love you. Close the door. Nope. Because now I'm like watching the monitor again because I don't want her to start climbing up the dresser or jumping around like a crazy person on the bed. So it, that doesn't really suit where we are right now. So not like furniture, not being mounted to the walls. Um, 
I'm she loves to, to do this. She I'm loves to this. climb. Yeah. So we're going to put her into gymnastics, but like everything is a potential danger. And yeah, I mean, definitely like it's going to be on the honey do list, but we're not going to be putting a bunch of holes in an apartment that we have for like seven months. It'll be for the house. We want to make sure it's going to be really anchored down. But even like toddler furniture, we're not going to like her chairs and mm-hmm. her little book corner that we have. Don't anchor down that. You know? Like her, her vanity says she got. Yeah, so it's a kid's vanity sign. She pulled on it and it fell and landed on her. And it, luckily, her. it's like, you know, it's plastic, so it's lightweight. But yeah, it's scarier. I mean, there's just things that, I mean, you know, they're young. There's going to come bumps and scrapes and stuff. I mean, she's walking the other day and just freaking just fell. So. You want to get rid of the coffee table because of the edges, which I get. Yeah, know. I do want to get rid of the coffee table because it's got sharp corners and I just keep seeing her falling mm-hmm. and hurting herself. But growing up, we've all. I've landed on the coffee table. We ran into it, fell into it. We bumped into corners, edges. I don't think I did. I oh, feel like I bumped into stuff, but I didn't. No, I don't think we had a coffee table. I'm pretty sure I fell into a coffee table one time. And it's just kind of harder growing up. I mean, it's, it's wood. It's not glass, so it's not going to break. You can edge, sand the edges. Yeah, it's just it's. I get more worried about the couch or just down jumping up and down and jump, jump, oh, and there's a landing for me. See, and it's so funny because I'm not really stressed out about that. <laughs> and for once, we're, like, stressed out about different things. Like, we have – she has this little toddler table. It's, like, four chairs, and it's definitely, like, toddler-sized table. And I don't let her climb on top of um, – I don't let her stand on top of the table. <laughs> I, I tell her what that dad tells his kid. Tables are for glasses, not asses. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I don't let her stand on that. But then she has this – it's, like, a three-cube uh, – Bookshelf, bookshelf type thing, but it's on its side, and I put her books in there and her little like toys, and I have a pillows on top of it that she can pull down and sit on. But she'll pull it all down and just like stand on it and walk around and sing and dance. And I'm like, eh, it's fine. She's like, get down, get down. I'm like, oh, I let her climb on that. Yeah, I'm right. She's trying to climb her. It's right next to her little kitchen, so she's trying to climb on top of the stove essentially on her little her little play kitchen. Like you're gonna fall and hit the chair, but mom's like, yeah. I'm like, that's I, yeah, I'm like that. I feel like that. She's, but I don't know. And I guess because I've given her permission, she doesn't get off of that black thing with me. She just stays mm-hmm. on there. Like that's her stage, quote unquote. Yeah. Well, the other day she went and uh, had a pillow on there and go lay down and just put her head on it. I was like, that's when you were coming home late. You had wine. Oh yeah. I had wine. And she was like, <laughs> you make it seem like I just stayed somewhere like <laughs> wine. Wine. I went to a little mini girl. We went to a parking lot. <laughs> yeah. Screw top bottle. That was, like, so, that was so funny. I was at work that day and I was like, y'all, I get to go to Target by myself for once <laughs> and then to like a little wine date. Um, but yeah, so like everything is kind of like crazy and you got to worry. And they just get bigger so they get more. So it's like parents really say, you don't stop worrying. You just start worrying about different things. Mm-hmm. Like she still puts things in her mouth, but not to the caliber that she did when she was younger. So I'm like, oh my God, she's going to choke on everything. Her is off yeah. the charge. Yes. Whatever. Um, yeah, you're good. As long okay. as, yeah. So, but it's now it's just, it's just, oh my God, yes. She <laughs> ate dog poop one time and that stressed me out. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's just like you start worrying about different things. It's not. You stop worrying. It's just you start worrying about different things. And yeah. then car seats. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
they are amazing. They keep your kid protected, but they're fucking ridiculous to put in the damn car. Yeah, they make it seem so easy. Yeah, and every time I go, they're like, oh, yeah, it's no big deal. It's because I go to firefighters and <laughs> get it done. Which they stop doing, like Wilson County. What's up with that? But you can go to the one up in Hutto. They do it all the time, no matter what. That's where I go. Cedar Park, too, or just Hutto? I just Google Hutto, okay. and they say that they they do it all every day, so even on the weekend. No, you can ask Mike Swinger now. Oh, that's true. Hey, congrats. <laughs> Mike, congrats. You will now be installing all of our cars. Yes, awesome fire department. Get two kids, you know, do this. Um, so, yeah, it's safety. It's just, it's crazy. Like, again, I, I know it's me. Part of part of it is my personality, but I'm trying to see, like, five steps before. Like, how can, what can, if she goes this way, what could happen? Mm-hmm. If she goes this way, what could happen? And then it's usually the alternate route that I didn't even think of that something happened. It's, every time I walk into a room now, I'm like, Scoping out the area, restaurant, or yeah. going shopping. So I kind of prefer Target over Walmart. It's a little more organized. It's more organized, and I feel like people always a little more respectful, I guess. Yeah, I think we'll kind of understand. I feel like people, I think it's a bunch of moms. We all go there to get our Target fix, and we all have our like, toddlers running around. Yeah, so like, you're okay. I don't mind dealing around Target. So yeah. I was like Walmart. I'm like. Yeah, it's scary. No. I mean, don't don't get us wrong. We don't just let her go run to like three aisles over yeah, right. right behind her. We'll, we'll meet you in electronics. Yeah. In about <laughs> okay. Um. So yeah, safety. It's it's important, mm-hmm. but it can be also very very overwhelming. And if I let it get very debilitating, that was don't my problem. Crawl into the safety hole. Don't yeah, yeah, I don't. The safety I, Google. Yeah, hole. not going down that Google hole, but yeah, it's definitely like toys that you thought are supposed to be safe. Suddenly, I'm like, how did you make that something dangerous? <laughs> it's just yeah. yeah, she has this like activity cube that's like perfect. Homegirl wants to stand on it. It's not <laughs> supposed to stand on it. She's like, I'm gonna remix this. Yeah, like, what are you doing? <laughs> um, so safety for sure. Uh, let's talk about breastfeeding. So the reason I want to bring this up is because there's this great picture going around the internet right now of a mom who's from Austin, amazing, uh, who went down to Mexico and was breastfeeding her child. Apparently was at the back of the restaurant, was not bothering anybody, but she had her, her breast out and was feeding. And someone came over and told them, you know, ma'am, sorry, but can you cover up? So she did, but she covered up her own head with the blanket, left her baby still breastfeeding exposed, which I thought was hilarious. Like, and then I think a lot of moms like have done it to you and just like have hashtagged her, which is great. Um, oh, that reminds me, going back to safety, hashtags. So another thing that we have to worry about um, parenting now is internet safety. So I way more hardcore when it comes to the internet than Jason. Luckily, he doesn't post very much. So that's not something we ever really argue about. But I don't post lots of pictures of Dylan anymore now that she's older. I, poke him, I post them here and there. But I don't hashtag anything because hashtags are internet, you know, they're like archives. So if you hashtag, I don't know, breastfeeding mom, you click on that hashtag and it's going to take you to all the pictures linked to hashtag breastfeeding mom. So if I hashtag that and then like my friend Jane Doe hashtag that, you're going to see pictures of whatever is associated with that oh, hashtag. Right. I, I thought, that's what hashtags are. They're archives. I thought you just kind of made them up. Like that's well, yeah, you can, but that's why we made it one for our wedding. Mm. So if people hashtag that, we could click that on the internet and it's going to take to everybody who hashtag that. But someone needs to be hashtagging every single hack. Yeah, exactly. So I don't hashtag, hashtag your day away. Yeah. So I don't hashtag and lots of people, and this is totally fine if that's what you want to do in your family. 
but a lot of people will do like hashtag their child's name. I don't do that because I don't want some weirdo because there are lots of weird pervy people out there who could essentially get a hold of this hashtag and then watch my daughter grow up because I've just been like hashtagging away. And who's to say Dylan's going to be, you know, 11, even, 9, 11, whatever. And she's like, I don't want that picture out there. Like, mm-hmm. I want that gone. But that's this still going to be associated with the hashtag. It's always out there. So I don't hashtag anything with Dylan. Um, Jason will do it here and there. But like I said, he doesn't hash, he doesn't post enough that it's not really that big of an issue. If he was posting like the way that I posted, I would definitely, we would have way more of a conversation. Yeah, I'm just scared yeah, about sure. like, you know, and Jason will be like, oh, it's fine. It's family. And like, it's not that, it's not your family I don't trust. It's not even your family's friend I don't trust. You don't know who's sharing what and who that picture of our daughter could essentially get in the hands of. Um, we were at that wine night that, that I went to last week with some girlfriends and I was not aware of this, but you two kids, you think, oh, it's fine. It's you two kids. And some sickos out there have decided to make sex like videos, but put it to kids music. So if you as a parent, like give the tablet to your kid and like, here, watch this, you, you hear like, shark, shark, shark. the weasel or mommy shark, do, 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 do. But they're actually watching like images of people have sex or whatever. So like the internet is such a scary and Nettie and I kind of touched on this last week. It's such a scary new thing that I think parents of our generation are having to deal with that other people have never had to. Yeah, because the internet is so easily, you can get to it, you know, from any device from anywhere. Yeah, and we just know? saw what a commercial today about like a like fingerprinted passworded computer, and then it basically shows a toddler like his. He's living. not a toddler. He, he's okay. like seven. Okay, so he's an elementary yeah. toddler, but still yeah. showing Maybe how he, middle school. how he can, no, he wasn't that old. Yeah, he was late fifth grade. No, I don't yeah, think so. Yeah, he, he Okay, was. anyway, he was still, they basically showed how he grabs his sleeping mom's hand and puts it on her computer so she can, so he can unlock it and watch whatever he wanted to watch, cartoons or something. Yeah. So. He could have been So, uh, yeah, it's just like, even though when you're trying to password protect things, like, kids are smart mm-hmm. and they're bombarded by this stuff and they're going to learn how to get around it. Uh, but yeah, that was just another safety thing that I wanted to talk about because. I, I don't. I think people kind of forget what the whole hashtag thing actually is. But you're creating like an internet archive. So I don't hashtag a bunch of things. I have been more posting pictures of Dylan again. Just maybe just comments on. Because I have all my hashtag just be hashtag just misspelled completely. So only I understand what it is. <laughs> and if you come across that hashtag, props to you. It's going to be so. But yeah, like I just don't hashtag things. Um, Instagram requests, you know, people like, oh, I want to friend you because they're like trying to promote their business. I, I went through my Instagram and like deleted a bunch of people. So if I don't know you, you like, I post more pictures on Instagram than I do on Facebook. Sometimes I will have my Instagram post to Facebook, but a lot of times I just have, I have more pictures on my Instagram account because I'm way more um, restricted and I pay more attention to that than I do Facebook. So that's just me. Like I said, I know I'm a little bit crazy and it comes off a little nutty and that's fine. But Way again, that's my, CSI um, excuse me. It's SVU. SVU. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I, like I said, I know I'm being like really ridiculous and crazy and that's fine. And I'm, I will accept that. You can call me crazy. You can call me helicopter mom, give me whatever you want, but that's my choice as a parent. And I'm not going to, I won't hashtag and I'm internet taking. So it's just so scary to me. Well, if we're worried about internet safety, kind of a little shout out. 
Um, I work for T-Mobile. I'm on not on the sales side. So I'm not trying to like sell anything to y'all, but there is a, a device called Family Mode that you can hook up to your your, your internet. Even we have Wi Fi through Wi Fi, hook up to your internet box that you can control which website each device is paired to. You have your kid's tablet. You don't want them to go to Facebook, Instagram. You can control through the app on your Denied. phone. Portal is yeah. gonna have. Can't go through, can't <laughs> yeah. go through Facebook. Can't go through uh, whatever website you want to block. So check that out. Family mode. Don't hashtag it. Good. Good to know. Yeah. Good to know, babe. Okay, sorry. So back to breastfeeding. Uh, how do we get there? Oh yeah, because the hashtag. So I'm still breastfeeding. Dylan will be two in about a week. Hopefully by the time she's five. Should be off the loop. It's and the thing is, it's it, what's really funny is I didn't even want to breastfeed, but we went through a birthing center and they really promoted breastfeeding, mm -hmm. so I did it, and then I got lucky that it worked out. But now it's more of like a comfort thing. I have got we have weaned her quite a bit for a while. She was breastfeeding all day long again, and then now she's only breastfeeding before uh, bed, yeah. and then when she wakes up in the middle of the night, which is I the hard know. part for you. It's I like know. The easy way out. It's like it is. It's you, totally she easy. She cries way. like no, 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 no. In the back of my mind, I don't know. We're going to give in. Because it's, it's either deal with the cry. Yeah, for like two in. hours. Yeah, and then I sleep. left. Yeah, and I don't. And I lose that two hours or so. Well, what's been hard like this past? We were trying to meet her off. We moved into my parents for seven months. Now we're going to be here for seven months. Yeah, but the thing is, now I feel like we're going to be in a good thing. Because I really do want to stop feeding, breastfeeding by two, not too far after. Because if Jason and I do decide to have another child, I would like my, we would try when Dylan's about three and I would like my body to myself for just at least a year where I'm not growing a child or feeding a child or anything like that. Um, but I think we're going to be back in a good situation where I can, because part of the problem, we're going to talk about this and actually it'll be a good segue in a second, um, is to sleep. And I just, I give in and give it to her so I can go to sleep because I am working 40 hours. I work Monday through Friday, but going back to teaching, I'm not working. Monday through Friday. So if I want to just really like with the potty training thing, I'm probably going to do a three day method, but I have, I'm not losing time from work. So I'm not yeah. losing hours. I'm not taking vacation. So if I just really want a hardcore, like say cold stone cold, no, no breath milk, at least I know I can still sleep the next day. Mm -hmm. Right now we don't have that luxury. Cause if I don't go to work, that's eight hours of my check just gone. Right. So right now we just kind of give in, but breastfeeding is such a huge like ordeal and I didn't realize it I guess even because before I was breastfeeding like I did kind of see women and I was like oh but I never really commented it didn't bother me it was just something like something I just wasn't normal seeing but that's what boobs are for they're to produce milk and feed your child I feel like they're very your boobs are sexualized and the whole like one of the arguments is like it's a sexual thing I'm sorry but when I am breastfeeding my child when I'm in the thick of it, it's not sexy. Guys. Yeah, it's not sexy. Yeah, There's nothing like ooh. I'm yeah. wearing like the grossest clothes. My hair may not have been washed in God knows how long. I don't have any makeup on, mm -hmm. and if you are turned on by that, like, yeah, I feel sorry for you. <laughs> like like you, you were breastfed for a long time. And then like you know, and they say use the blanket, which I always thought I would cover up, but I'm sorry, my kid is just about to scream her head off. She's uncomfortable underneath this blanket. Like she's hot. Have you ever tried eating food underneath a blanket? Uh, yeah, but that was a different story. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, like I don't know. I just I feel like it's a lot of people have a lot of opinions, but until you actually experience it, you really don't have a leg to stand on. Um, I, I think because every time we 
you go out and you breastfeed. And I would get out on the defensive side, but I would be You protective. don't go into protective mode, for sure. Yeah, real protective mode, like waiting for someone to, like, say something or if they were looking, I would, I would, and not looking like creepy looking, but just like, how could you do that in public? Like, yeah. Go and stare them down. Like, do you have a problem? You know? In the state of Texas, you can breastfeed your child. Um, it's wherever and it's, it's actually all 50 states now it's oh is it where you can it's uh not illegal it's, you can't tell yeah. them but uh, people still don't understand like you go to new orleans and i guess because you're seeking that out and maybe you're going to a park or a restaurant you're not ask, asking to see a woman's breast but again i'm not just sitting there with my tip hanging out yeah like, i'm feeding my kid it's really quick if you see nipple it's like maybe 30 seconds is to take it out put your kid up Mm-hmm. And then you also don't know like what that woman and her child have gone through in their breastfeeding journey. Like I was lucky that um, Dylan took to breastfeeding fairly easy. She did have the lip and tongue tie, which we talked about a little bit about. But other than that, like she took to it very easy. There's other women who struggle so hard to breastfeed, and this is like their dream or whatever, whatnot. And like you're basically giving them judgment when you don't even know how much we judge ourselves as mothers. Like my huge thing is I never thought I produced enough milk. So Dylan had to, luckily through the birthing center, I was able to get other women's breast milk because you also get those messages about, you know, breast is best, breast is best. Mm -hmm. And you like don't want to get formula or whatever, but like you don't know that person's journey. So your little, Oh my God, cover up could really just, ruin someone's whole day like you don't really have a leg to stand on stand on unless you actually breastfeed i feel like and it's really just like our culture like you go to certain cultures and people's women boobs are out all the time it's like no big deal yeah sorry and i guarantee i do not like a victoria secret model like that's okay to walk around on on what on it's like on abc and they're walking around in their bras yeah. and like skimpy and they're like oh but she's got she's got angel wings on so it's okay yeah, it's, and i don't see her nipple so it's fine and they're walking out a lot, lot longer yeah but you, know, me, you see somebody in magazines on tv and, yeah but like, me feeding my kid with my oily hair and, <laughs> and no makeup that's what's up you're, 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 but you, if you're worried about your kids being intended by that your kids have already yeah exactly i mean and like i was very fortunate that i mean part of it was probably just to go into protective mode but i feel like being an awesome we're a little more yeah, diverse awesome. anyway a lot to do, more i never really experienced i only had one lady go oh, really to me and that's how i was breastfeeding dylan at um recital or danger title and i was at the edge and i just kind of looked at her like yeah, let's yeah my kid. i'm sure every other mother here would understand right yeah do you want me it's like do you want me to feed my kid or do you want my kid to scream right. so you can pick your battle. And I had to educate some some people who are really, they were resting like, calm down. I mean, it's, it's human nature. Yeah, and it's just it's, you know, it, individuals. I think it's just like, it's not. Just not educated. People just aren't educated. Yeah, it's just not a common occurrence. They don't, they don't know about. Yeah, and it's just not a common occurrence. So people freak out about it. I think if, hopefully it does get more normalized. So then like maybe, if not Dylan's generation, the generation below her, it'd be like, oh, whatever. All you need is like one celebrity to like, Breastfeed. Well, now they are like you know Chrissy Teigen posts, um, Evil Longoria's. Oh, like, do like an interview or something, or just like oh, they just like red, yeah, the red carpet. But there I, was a um, I don't think it was in America, was but there was a model who actually breastfed her baby walking down the aisle. Oh, yeah, I think I saw it. Yeah, which was really cool. So it's becoming way more normalized, mm-hmm. and so seeing, I think, I think that's gonna help. It's shitty that that's what it's gonna take, no. but at least it's becoming normal more normalized and if you can't breastfeed by all means use formula yeah. like if we do have another one my biggest thing is i do want to breastfeed one because i guess it is healthier i could i couldn't tell you 
Uh, but two, it really does save a lot of fucking money. Oh yeah, four mothers. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. If, if all the mothers out there, dads, if someone says something about breastfeeding, they're like, would you no, like to give me twenty dollars? <laughs> yeah. You want to give me forty bucks for a can of formula? That's gonna last like a week and a half. Yeah. Do okay. you want to know? Right. Okay. Yeah. All right. Then happy. Right, cool. Um. But yeah, so it is a lot cheaper. But I would like to introduce formula to our, if we do have a second one sooner, just because it would be a great option and it's a lot less stressful. And I think that stress being gone would probably help with my milk production anyway. Mm -hmm. But just being able to produce milk. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I had to. Hey, you know, oats, protein shakes, lots of water, egg, like hard boiled eggs, like just things that. You know, just constantly thinking, oh, my God, am I going to have enough milk? Am I mm-hmm. going to have enough milk? Maybe stress about it. Yeah, and that yeah. Does, that's totally counterproductive. So breastfeeding. Yeah. What's that? Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, breastfeeding is still a really largely topic, and I think it's getting better, though, like seeing celebrities do it and just kind of mm-hmm. be like, oh, whatever. She's feeding her kid or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> a funny thing, though, now is that Dylan, she knows that I'm weaning her. So to her, when she's like wants milkies, she'll say baby for her baby. She's like baby. <laughs> so she'll pretend that her she, I'm nursing her baby, and then it's amazing how suddenly Dylan latches on right after her baby. Yeah, it's right in there. <laughs> baby, oh, yeah. are you little hustler? Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, Dylan, sorry, ahead. Um. Okay, so our last topic is going to be mental load, and it's going to be predominantly me and Jason's going to type chime in because I carry a lot of mental load when it comes to this like parenting and family and running the house and I will have meltdowns because I do try to I never I cannot sit still like it's hard for me to sit still like I'm I'm constantly thinking like okay what needs to be done like right now I'm we're podcasting and it's taking like I it's something I really really want to do so I had to carve time out for that but I know that there's a there's a load of laundry that's in their closet. I need to get Dylan's nap mat washed. I need to fold the towels that are in the dryer. We still got to cook dinner. We got to get the dishes. We got to walk the dogs. Like it's I can never just sit because in my mind I know what has to still be done. And you really can't relax. No, and I can't relax. Stuff. Yeah, and Jason's the total opposite. Like he can just sit and relax and like oh it doesn't matter that there's like dishes in the sink or whatever. Yeah. Oh. And to me I can't because I'm like there's still shit to be done. I can relax when there's nothing to be done. There's always something to be done. Right. So never and relax. with the toddler, like a two year old, there's always going to be yeah. something to do. But I've been able, the thing is what I've noticed is like when it comes to her mess and her toys, I'm fine with, because I know that's going to be a disaster. As long as I kind of randomly put it back into her area, I'm fine. But it's all the other stuff that I can control the dishes, the laundry, like, and like that, just like sitting down and relaxing is super hard for me. And then the fact that I work full time, it's like I still feel like I have two full time jobs. Like I'm working 40 hours a week. I'm not sleeping. But then there's still household stuff. And Jason, I love you to death. But like I'll be like, hey, you guys, hey, Dylan's school tomorrow. Can you remember to take her nap, her nap mat and her shoe? And his response is like, great. Can you put it by the door so I don't forget? And I'm like, you know, <laughs> no one does that for me. You know who doesn't forget me? Because <laughs> you know where it's at. So I, I will forget it. But, but yeah, but it's all those like, and, well, can you remind me? I'm like. Do I? Does nobody reminds me to do this shit? Like I just you know do. Where things that you, you take her to school ninety nine percent of the time. That's, but that's just one example. Yeah. Like, you're like, I started this, but I'm like, well, you didn't finish it though. 
Like, if you're going to do something, do it. Okay, start it. It will get done. That's for sure. And um, my time frame. You know, my, yeah, and see, and that's our, whole, that's our whole thing is we still have very different time frames. And like I said, Jason, he can disconnect. I cannot disconnect. Like, I know that there's still, like, 20 other things that need to get done. And then I get stressed out because I'm like, Jason, God, I love you. But all he wants to do is go play disc golf at least. Hey, I finally thought I have a hobby that, that – it's right. more about being outside and trying to get Rita and when Dylan likes to go throw discs, she, she gets excited. Yeah, when you, but you want to go either when it's not convenient or right now it's too freaking hot to go outside. I don't want to be outside. Right. But Jason's all about he needs to have me time, which I understand to a point. Yeah, I give Rita her me time too. Yeah, like once a month. However, whenever you want me time, you can get me time, but you just choose not to take it. However, you travel once a month for work. At least four days, you're gone. Like, that's your me time. I was going to consider that me time. Do you, okay, you don't have to worry about the dog. You don't worry about the kid. You don't worry about the house. I'm mentally worrying and stressing. I know that you have a lot more. Yeah, but do you not go play disc golf while you're out there? Well, better than go to the bar and hang out there. But do you not still go to the bars? Nah. Not when I go to Knoxville. So, yeah, <laughs> go to one plate. <laughs> when I go to Memphis, just because I got a friend out there. Yeah, but still. But like, no, yeah, I, I get what you're saying. I get what you're saying. Like, I'm, we're not trying to, I'm not trying to argue with you on yeah. the podcast, but I'm just saying, like, that's, a different podcast. that's why sometimes, <laughs> that's why sometimes I get so irritated with you when you look at me like, can I go play this golf? I'm like, seriously, <laughs> like, we have so much stuff to do. Well, I try to go in the morning now. I understand it. You know, I, I'll help out, and, and you know, I know everything's a partnership, and it takes two abilities to. Two villages to raise a child. Two villages. <laughs> but now I, I you have yeah, you have gotten know. better. I will I will give you that. I mean, yeah, as long as you're doing it where it's not really affecting Dylan or my schedule, that's one thing. And I mean, you're right. I should probably take more time for myself. I don't do a lot of things for myself because as I think it's just me. Like I know that I'm in a mom role now, so. Things that I do, I just automatically include you and Dylan. So I just alter things. And it's really, I think a lot of moms are like that. You just alter your life to like adapt yeah, you, to that you new have, role. Yours time. You know? No, and I agree. And that's why it was nice to go to um, my friend Chastity's. She's going to be on the podcast too. Uh, she just had a nice little mom's wine night. We just sat around and drank some wine and just kind of talked. Of course, we talked about family stuff. That's <laughs> what we do. <laughs> that's where I learned about the YouTube stuff. But, um, like, it, it is nice. I need to be better about carving out some time. And now that I know that Dylan's older and she can be fine, then I just need to just go and just do whatever I need to do. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely a lot easier for me when you do travel because I've had her for four straight days or five straight days. And I'm like, you're taking her on Friday. I don't care yeah. what I'm going to do. I'm just, I'm not going to. I just need a break. Since that lane, like, here you go. Take it Yeah. We miss you. We love you. Here's Dylan. Yeah. We're going out to map. I'm going to map. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still waiting for that moment when you walk out. I'm like, she's not bad. She took her. Yeah, she's at Maverick. She's at Maverick. No. Uh, but yeah, I mean, it's just like there's a lot of stuff that I manage in the house. And part of it is my fault because I, I've taken on that role. So I shouldn't be irritated that you don't do it because I've done it for so long. But it's well, harder. But do you do it? No, go ahead. What are you saying? I'm sorry. I, when I do help out, when I do do something, if it's not exactly the way you do it, you get mad. So I'm like, I've gotten better. I'm I do like, say thank you and it, I appreciate. It's, it's clean, it's taking care of everything by your instructions. And if you get mad about that, I'm like, I don't know, it's kind of a cop out excuse. I'm like, 
Yeah, that is a compound excuse. Let's throw you the dumb. Let's get ready for it. Well, I have gotten better about being like, do this, and I've left it for you. Like, I have not. I don't go back and do it. Like, I'm like, hey, can you do, can you take out the trash? Or can you do whatever? And I've learned that, you know, I've asked you to do it. You're going to do it on your own time, like, when it's good for you. And then I, yeah, and then it's like, I'm like, okay, I've asked you to do it. I, I can't be irritated if it's not done to what I wanted. Because if I want it done now, then I should just do it and not ask. And if I want to go by this call. I better do it. Also, yes. <laughs> that that's the only kind of thing that I do have working for me. Oh, Jason wants to go play <laughs> disc golf. I better like make him do this. Hey, that's what works out when I was growing up. If I wanted to go to a party, if I wanted something, I know I had to build up to it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. This is clean. This is done. Dinner's made. Or... Yeah, really, anything just to make my life a little bit easier. That's fine because again, you're gonna go play disc golf. That's leaving me in charge of the house. So I take them though. Sometimes. I can. I yeah. take our. I think it's gonna be easier when the fall rolls around. Right now it's just so mm-hmm. hot. Like we like. I don't want to be outside. I don't want her outside. Yeah. When I play with her, I play because she's tired of being in the shoulder. Yeah. And as a we just go walk around. So. Yeah. We're bonding. Okay. We are bonding. Oh no! I think it's great. Like I've seen parents out there with their little kids, and I think that's great. And I mean, I'm I'm down to go again just when it's cooler. I just I'm not. I'm also not going to get up at 7 in the morning the way you happen to go play disc golf or something that I, I like. I don't love it. I mm-hmm. like it. And I don't sleep enough. Yeah. So, no, no I, I wouldn't want you to come at 7 and get really boys on mimosas. Yeah. So like, unless we're going to be like, champagne yeah, and get up from the disc golf. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, it's just, it's definitely, it's going to be a constant, you know, push and shove, I think. Mm-hmm. But I think it's just normal in a relationship. But I also bring it up to talk about. I mean, it's not something we just talk. I didn't just wait to bring it up on the podcast. Like this is conversations we've had several times. Uh, first time. <laughs> so, um, but the reason I talk about it is because I feel like a lot of couples maybe they don't discuss this stuff. And then I know of me, if I didn't talk to you, even if it's when I get to the point where I break down, at least I'm still expressing it. Because if I didn't, I would think I would start to harbor resentment. And that resentment towards your partner is never good to have in a relationship. And I think a lot of that's a lot of times relationships can get broken. So I know sometimes I may get quiet or upset and mad. I'm like, I don't want to talk about it right now because I just don't want to cry. And it's not even that I'm like sad per se. I'm just so frustrated and I don't have the words to communicate right then and there that I don't want to just start crying. And it's not out of sadness it's just because I'm frustrated. So I'd rather like formulate what I want to say because I don't want to be mean either. I don't want to just like, Say something you might regret it. Yeah, like say something just to get rude, just to lash out, you know, like, you know. So I do teach, um, well, not only that, but I have a master's in communication. So I do try to, like, utilize what I spend a lot of money on. But it's hard for me to just, some. it is still hard for me to open my mouth. And then when it gets to that point, when I do break down, it doesn't always, it's, it's more on me than it is on you. Because you'll ask me sometimes, and I'm just like, I just don't right. want to talk about it. I just, I just need to, I need to walk away. I need to do something. And there's other times where I'm just, I am getting better. I'm like, I'm tired. Like you, you have to take Dylan. Like, I'm exhausted. I've got better recognizing that. So. Hey, after 10 years. Yeah. Hey, better late than ever. <laughs> That's true. Like, High my, five. like my mom has had 25 years or something. Cass, I finally, you should go ahead. Make sure you're going to take your dishes and clean the kitchen. I think you had a lot to do with that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Rita's been gone. I was like, the kitchen is dirty. Yeah, I do not do well with the dirty kitchen. Neither do I. When I cook, I can clean it up, and I, you know, I 
No, you do. Like, Jason's, he just, I cannot go to bed with a dirty kitchen. Oh, you can't. Because, especially on the weekends, I'm like, I don't want to get up to make breakfast, but have to clean the kitchen anyway. She don't like going to bed. It's more like just passing on the couch. Yeah. Jason, so we were so excited that we got our own place again. We got, we're, you know, we put Dylan back in her own space. We had our bed. And Jason was sleeping on the couch. Yeah. I got kicked out of my own bed. No, he didn't. But Dylan, every time I was trying to lay down, he's like, no, mine. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Down. Oh yeah, that's, that's how good funny. Yeah, right everything is funny. mine right now. Yeah, and mine, even the dogs. Mine, mine. uh huh, mine. And she uh, today when you were gone, I made her like a little like cheese plate or whatever cheese salami plate, and I had moved the plate so she could have it, and she thought I grabbed a piece of salami. She made me open my hand and go mine. I was like, I don't have anything. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> I was like, rude. Uh, yeah, she's she's a little character. But yeah, mental load, I mean, working full time. I, guess, I don't know if I would feel different being a stay at home mom. Like maybe I, maybe I would because that's all I would be doing, but I'm still trying to think of like, you I still have to go to work. I don't like. I don't think you would, you would get antsy after a while. So the thing is, it's like for the longest time, I did want to be a stay at home mom because I wanted to be around for my daughter. And I had this notion that I didn't want another person raising my kid. But I also know that we financially, we need. Need to work. in Austin, so but I'm not six figures yet. 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 But also, like Jason also came to the agreement that I need to work. That's fine. I get that. But I'm also going to do jobs that I enjoy. Like I'm not just going to work work anymore. Like if I'm going to be away from my kid for X amount of hours, it has to be work that I thoroughly enjoy because that's that is time away from our kid. Right. And we're paying for childcare. You know. So. Luckily, we, I've been able, been fortunate enough to go back and do what I really love doing. So that's great. And you work more because you have to work, quote unquote, off the clock. But it's less time away from home because I don't work Monday through Friday. I only work Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. You have more freedom. You have yeah, I do have more flexibility. Yeah, you have 40 hours yes. guaranteed to, to work. And now you have... You're working less hours, way less hours. Well, quote unquote, less hours. Yeah, but you're, you're off the clock more. You, can do you don't have you to want. be somewhere like eight to five. Yeah, you don't have a clock in, clock out. Yeah, exactly. Well, my students do. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I mean, like, my only advice really is if you feel like you're having mental load, and if it's not just from like a female side, I mean, there's many. Many households now where the the dad quote unquote uh needs time. Well, not needs <laughs> time, but is doing the household stuff, managing the house. Like it's important to have those conversations with your spouse or your partner because you don't want to build resentment. Resentment is one of I think a killer when it comes to relationships. Like if I start to resent someone, how am I ever going to get past that resentment if I never talk about it? It's just going to keep building and building and building. Resentment begins. Yeah, and it's just going to create a giant wedge, and then you know. Our goal is to raise, or our no, our goal is to raise like a functioning adult. So Dylan's not going to be here forever. Mm-hmm. So she, if she moves out, and then I have all the resentments built up for what eighteen plus years, where's that going to leave us? You know what I mean? So definitely talk about it. Even if you need to take some space or schedule some time, just like, hey, we just need to need to talk. Yeah, and yeah, don't yeah. like. And the biggest thing is like, don't feel like you're attacking the other person. Mm-hmm. That's why I that's why I have to take time to just like formulate what I want to say because I don't want it to become like this 
character attacks on either of us and because that's literally going to do nothing just make us more mad and not solve the problem what the actual problem is so you gotta communicate i agree yeah and especially with you being having your masters and communication we're like mm, i better jump on board <laughs> yeah. it, uh, it's better when we talk stuff out you just holding it because sometimes i'll misread like text messages or or forgive i was supposed to do something whatever then the reminders or you know you're not doing this correctly like this could be a better way yeah yeah <laughs> about how you phrase it you'd be like why well, would do it this way yeah. but if that works for you no big deal um so yeah communicate uh anything else you want to talk about no it's just coming up on one of the best times of the year you know football season birthday. oh <laughs> yeah. Rita's birthday, my birthday, my parents' birthday, football. and I was leading into oh, okay. like, football. I just went. Spurs. Sorry, I jumped the gun. Yeah. Um. Okay. Well, thanks for listening. Um. Again, if you would have any questions that you would like our opinion on, uh, or if you would like to be a guest on our show, and by all means, if you, it's not just women guests. I just happen to be friends with a lot of women, but any dads or male figures or males want to be on our podcast please email us at parenting who the f knows at gmail.com i think i'm going to go ahead and do a facebook page maybe depending how this goes then we can post you can post on there as well but if you want to come on the podcast maybe you just don't want to sit with me jason will sit down with you i might have to help guide the conversation a little bit because we'll be timeless one side is probably the whole time yeah we cannot talk about sports it's not a sports podcast (laughs) um but yeah if you would like like i said yeah, sports and there you go. How how do you do it? How do you how do you get to work out? Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, definitely. Uh, all types of parenting is requested. We don't know what we're doing. We are just stumbling along every day. But any last word, Vic? No, just communicate. Be nice. Be kind. Nice. Okay. Um. As always, I've decided, I finally figured out how I want to wrap up every podcast with what I want to say. Extend grace. So extend grace to parents, to her partner, to everyone. Because that extending of grace can only do good. So extend grace to your fellow human beings. And we hope to hear you, or hear you, we hope to see you next week. And if you have any questions, like I said, give us a email at parentingwhothefknows at gmail.com. Have a great rest of your day. Bye. Bye.